Hello, this is Jacob Music, and you're listening to Voice of the Revolution Radio. I am supposed to be here with Sophia today, but unfortunately she can't make it. She would have loved to talk to you guys, but it's going to just be me. So, in today's show, of course, we will begin with the catch-up, then we're going to go into a show of mostly anti-MLM content. Um, mostly MLM anti blah, 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 mostly anti MLM content except for a short intermission into hoarders which is the ANE reality show documenting compulsive hoarding which is having its episodes posted online in full official form for the first time so we're going to begin with a catch up on my life cuz so much has happened well I think it needs to be said first and foremost that I have avoided going to the hospital. My depression had gotten so bad that I did think that I needed to go to the hospital. Um, The criteria for involuntary commitment is if you're a threat to yourself or somebody else. However, these criteria will also be applicable when you voluntarily commit yourself, when they're deciding if you should be admitted and how long you should be admitted. So I was experiencing suicidal thoughts with unbreaking, grinding depression for a number of days, and I thought that it might be the appropriate thing to do. Um, In the end, though, the day that I was planning to admit myself, um, I was feeling better. So I went ahead and did not do that. Um, It doesn't preclude me from, you know, planning to admit myself, not planning, but admitting myself in the future if things would require it. But um, it's just that's the reality of how bad things have gotten. And I'm still very depressed, uh, very depressed. And it's just unending, grinding. There's no pleasure of in my life at all. My life is just anxiety and depression and emptiness. And it's not necessarily because of my life, it's because of my disorder. That's very hard for people, even people who have this disorder, to understand. Um, They think that if you're sad, you must have some reason to be sad. There, There must be some reason to be sad. And frankly, that's just not the case. Um, When you have depression, you have a mood disorder. So your moods are not acting in accordance with the actualities, what would be normal responses. And mine certainly are not. Um, And there's a lot of different ways of looking at this disorder and others and a lot of other positions that other sick people take that make it harder for me (laughs) because they believe that you can just snap out of it. It's weird. Some of the most educated people and the least educated people will share some of the same, I don't want to say group think, but like whatever that word for like automatic thinking is or like an automated set of responses um, to, to sort of the just snap out of it mentality that you can slash you can control it with your thoughts slash you can think your way out of it. Um, As somebody in recovery, I find that very damaging um, because it it makes it very 
easy for me to go back into that mindset of this is my fault. Why don't I just get better? Am I choosing to be sick? Well, if it's my choice, why am I choosing to be sick? And the fact that some people who even have this disorder would think that way is so alarming to me because I don't think anyone would ever choose this. I don't know why anyone would choose this. I Nobody would choose this. I would say nobody sane would choose this, but we're not sane. Um, <laughs> at least I've accepted that about myself. Um, but this this is something that, that we were chosen. Um, I don't want to put it that way. Metaphorically speaking, you know, we didn't choose this, this chose us. We're, we're, we, were, we are people who are more or less... <laughs> Um, through a mixture of causes are the ones who have to put up with this disorder and it's not our choice I, I have not chosen to live a more difficult life nor do I choose to feel the symptoms nor do I choose to make it difficult for me to get better and as basic as that sounds you would not believe how ignorant those on the outside can be but also how desperate sadly desperate for control some people in our community are. Uh, they want to believe that they have control over their mind, over their illness, and it's so hard for them to admit that it is something that is not in their control that they ultimately adopt an ideology that hurts themselves and others. But if it was so easy, why don't you think your way out of it, is what I always have to say. But that's enough of that. <laughs> um, so let's go into some anti-MLM content. This first clip is from The Foxhole, one of my favorite YouTube channels. The video title is Secret Sister Scammers and Becoming Rich Off of $5 Jewelry. So here's a bitchy boss babe post. We always have, we've been going on these attitudinal bitchy boss babe posts. And this has been something that has been appearing on people's news feeds lately. Listen to this. You know, while I was scrolling through the r slash anti-MLM subreddit, I was floored by how many of these, not even the same one, but different versions of this type of post that have been reposted from Hunbots. I am struggling to understand why all of these Huns are out here being so mean about the Disney app. Like, okay, I, I know some of you explained it to me. I get it. Something I don't understand it either. And like, it's... However you may feel about Disney, and it's a it's a monopoly it's or whatever. Not. I know, I know. It's okay. That's all an aside. We're not going to talk about that. I just have to say, while Disney is a dominating company in its field, it's not a monopoly. You can find kids' content on YouTube. You can find kids' content on cable or Netflix. It's not a monopoly. What we're just going to talk about is, why do the Huns care if these people have the Disney app? Who cares? And rude, it is, I, that is just, that's so condescending, right? Okay, I'm just going to read it. I keep just blabbing. To all the people on my newsfeed promoting Disney+, Plus, welcome to network marketing. Hashtag, I knew you could do it. <laughs> Side note, you also didn't get paid for that. Ooh, hashtag truth bomb. Ooh. Okay, well, she does it a lot better than me. But the Huns seem to have a real hard time with people. Maybe it's... Maybe it's because, I don't know, um, people actually want Disney's product and don't desire theirs. 
and they're in an oversaturated marketplace, whereas Disney has people coming to them to actually want content. So, might have to do with that. I, I just don't know. Racketed ah! in an awesome way. That ad came out of nowhere. They're going rogue these days. But anyways, here's later on in the video. It has nothing to do with And this is talking about Secret Sister, which is a illegal um, phenomenon that is essentially a pyramid scheme. It's being called a pyramid scheme via the USPS. And um, if you see it, don't participate in it because it is not legal and it's inherently unequal and... But and, and this is why Secret Sister is a bad idea. Listen to what this person had to say about Secret Sister. With believing in the goodness of a small amount of kind people, even if every single participant follows the rules exactly, it would not work. It's mathematically impossible that everyone sends one gift and receives six, much less 36 back in return. If 100 people participate, that is only 100 gifts being gifted. But, due to the pyramid structure, the person who started the chain receives the majority of the gifts, and the people at the bottom receive nothing. You can't keep the chain going either. It takes less than 13 rounds to exceed the entire population of the Earth. Also, guess what? It's illegal. The USPS has straight up said that Secret Sister is mail fraud, and anyone caught participating is subject to fines up to $1,000 per package. Seriously, Google it. It's illegal in Canada, too. So yes, I'm going to be that person that screams fraud, as you say, and warns their friends about the illegal scam they are unknowingly about to participate in. If you guys want to have a conventional gift exchange, then great. I have nothing to add because I have never been approached, obviously, by Secret Sister. I had never heard of it before this season, and that told me everything I needed to know about it. So let's take a break from the anti-MLM content. We will come back to it. But, hoarders by A&E, was um, aired by A&E in the United States, was one of the premier reality show, exploitation reality shows of the 2000s. It came out, I believe, in 2009. It began. And it really gained a name for itself. While it was very profitable for its owners and it was very entertaining, it also greatly increased the knowledge about compulsive hoarding and hoarding behaviors and disorders. Um, in the United States that was really crucial. Now, for the first time, A&E has released these full episodes of Hoarders on YouTube, unabridged, unedited, and just like they were. Here's a little bit of what you can see on YouTube. Listen to this. This is Doris. My name is Doris. I retired in 2006. I think I'm a hoarder in a way. When I buy stuff, I let it stack up, and then pretty soon, the junk gets to the ceiling. I have new dresses, storage containers. So I've never had... She makes it sound so casual, and that's indicative of the addict thinking that the hoarder displays. But it's interesting. How many of you have actually had something? I mean, it's we say, oh, it piles up, but piled up to the ceiling. Who has something pile up to the ceiling? That's, that's when you know that probably there is some sort of organizational problem at the very least going on in that, in that place or in that household. Here's a little bit more of what you would be able to watch 
if you look for Hoarders on YouTube, now that A&E has released the full episodes. So it says, with most rooms in her house blocked off and the bathroom not working, Doris made a radical decision. When my bathroom got stopped up, I moved out to the patio. Doris has been living in her enclosed sun porch for the past year. I try not to think about my grandmother's daily living conditions because I know that it must be really hard. When I need to bathe, I have a bucket out here. I heat water and I wash up. I pee in a bucket and I pour it out by the back gate. When I have to do number two, I do it in a bucket and put it in the trash can. While this may seem outrageous or as an outlier, for extreme compulsive hoarders, this is the kind of depravity in which they are flung to by their disorder. Now, it may be different from the kind of depravity. My depravity, maybe I'm in bed all day. Her depravity is very different. But unfortunately, this disorder can make people live in ways that they otherwise would never choose to, in inhumane conditions, because they have hoarded themselves out of facilities, out of having running water, out of having electricity. And there's also this element in people who have this disorder where they don't... It's an extreme lack of upkeep remarkable even from the depressive perspective of not doing things like working to make sure you have water, make sure you have electricity, or unclogging toilets. Um, so go watch those Hoarders episodes on YouTube. I guarantee you will learn something. It is a very high quality while at the same time very exploitational and entertaining reality show. Back to the anti-MLM content. MLMs are hosting fundraisers in schools, public schools. Take a listen to this. Stop with me. Black Tuesday at PS9. You are exclusively invited to our one-stop holiday shopping event, November 26th from 6 to 9, and you can see a whole bunch of MLMs including Pampered Chef, Lularo, Sensi, and probably a bunch more. I'll read them. Um... Valentine Rose, Children's Boutique Paparazzi Jewelry, Young Living. Um, it looks like some actual handmade things. Yeah, actual handmade things. Couple of MLMs, but a couple of MLMs are in there as more than enough at a school fundraiser. But I'm not going to read all that. Refreshments will be served. Family and friends are all welcome. Now, if someone here knows a little bit about American history, you'd know why Black Tuesday is not the best name for a sales event. Yeah, so it was literally called Black Tuesday because it was this past, um, I guess that would have been yesterday. That was yesterday. Black Tuesday. Was that Black Tuesday? Hold on. Yeah, Wednesday. It was Black Tuesday yesterday. So... <laughs> And obviously that has to do with the stock market decline of the late 80s, I believe. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just as stupid as they are. But so they've invaded the schools. What else? This next one is just absolutely disgusting. So this is Norwex. Uh, this one story emerging from the anti-MLM subreddit 
was posted on at least three r slash anti-MLM videos because it is pretty bonkers. Listen to this. Today, my boss implemented the change from normal cleaning supplies to Norwex. During her demonstration of how to use the products to clean the bathrooms, I almost barfed. She took the cloth barehanded and dumped it in the toilet bowl, then scrubbed the toilet with the toilet water. Then she takes the same cloth and uses it to clean the sink, counter, and faucet. When she turned around and saw my good god, what the hell are you doing face, she says, oh, I know it takes some getting used to, but the silver sucks up all the germs and the microfiber holds it all in. You could wash your face with this and nothing would happen. Then she rubbed the nasty toilet cloth on her goddamn face. I almost quit on the spot. MLMs in varying levels encourage magical thinking and mythical thinking. This is one case in which that has gone absolutely awry in Norwex cleaning products, which are considered a almost non, they're like a natural, not quote, non-chemical, non-bleach range of products that include these cloths that are basically magical, and they have silver in them, a small amount of silver, and they're microfiber. And they say that the silver disinfects as well as sucking up germs, and um, that basically you can use, take that one, I don't know why, uh, they basically say that this, this was proper usage, that she takes it, just puts water on it, or I guess they have their cleaner, probably, that's non-bleach related, and you just, you just wipe it on everything because it just sucks up all the germs. I mean, that is just so dangerous and strange that that would even be something that would appeal to people when we have knowledge of germ theory, when we're modern people and we know the correlation between um, bacteria, viruses, and getting sick. But they're still in business. So they have enough participants to allow that pyramid to keep going. But that's literally how you're supposed to use them. So that's not anything crazy. This next one is advertising to a city with high rates of unemployment from hundreds of miles away. Almost 20 people asked for more info, but hopefully out of those 20 people, nobody went through with this offer. Hi everyone, I'm looking for people who are unable to work a typical 9 to 5 job. It could be due to ill health, disability, or having young children at home. 50 to 150 extra pounds a week. Can you spare 1 to 4 hours a day to retail products online? Send me a message please and I will try to reply as soon as possible. Thanks! It's really sad to know that this is a scam, that a lot of people will see this and that they will be attracted by the language used here to want more information about the MLM. I'll admit, if, I, if this was a couple of years ago for me, and I am where I am at now, um, this ad would look really attractive because I was fired, because I was depressed, I couldn't get out of bed, I missed too many days. So I was fired. And, you know, I, under some definitions, I would be considered 
disabled because it does impact my daily living. My depression does and, and anxiety. And to be able to see that you can still work when you're disabled, um, a lot, so my friends who are on disability, you know, their money is tight. So if you can see that you, maybe you can still work while you're still disabled, maybe that can give you a better a life, a better way, a way to not feel so disempowered. And if you can try to make some money and do better for yourself, um, you're going to do it. And that's what makes stuff like this so attractive. But at the end of the day, you have to pay to get in. So if you're targeting the disabled market, you're taking the money right from their disability check. And yes, they shouldn't be paying. They shouldn't give that money because it's a bad decision, and that's not what your disability payment is for. But of course, they're going to scam it out of those those people. Also, if they're mentally ill, you know, when we're having our attacks or our episodes, we're not all in there. Okay, our faculties are not all there. So if you're going to try and sell us something, give us the hard sell. We can't always completely evaluate whether that would be a good decision or a bad decision sometimes they're preying on people who have disabilities but we know that that's one of the groups that MLMs do prey upon as people with disabilities so this next one I believe is Arbon this next one is simply titled Boss Boys that's right, Boss, Boss Boys is they're just here. for women who says men don't want time, freedom, financial freedom and to create real and lasting change for others ladies, don't discount the brothers out here they are a growing force in our business, and I'm so proud of them. Men, don't discount this business as one that's just for women. Everyone wants to look and feel better, and everyone wants more out of this crazy gig called life. Why not you? Hashtag real men do our bond. Hashtag boss boys. Hashtag our bros. Hashtag boss babes. Hashtag equal opportunity. Hashtag business of the 21st century. Well... If by business of the 21st century you mean a business that got even more invasive in the 21st century because of social media, then yes. Bing, 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 bing. Okay, so we looked at a variety of different MLMs. One was Unknown, one was Norwex, one was Arbon, um, couple of Secret Sister. Um, but we are going to end this program with just a one piece of a multi-piece story about MLMs, all these previous ones were in America, or slash UK. The situation in Mexico is different, and unfortunately it's even worse. How do I know? Well, the beginning of this story tells me so. But this is a very sad story. We're going to continue it on the next episode. Um, but the, I wanted to give the very beginning of the story, and then we can talk about it after this ad is done. Ooh, okay. Ooh, what is this? I don't know. Who is that? Small Biz Rev. I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh, okay, so let's listen to this about MLMs in Mexico. So for background, I live in Mexico, and here MLMs are a super common thing. Everyone sells Avon, Natura, Herbalife, or whatever new thing comes to the market. So it's very common to buy these kinds of products from your neighbor. So this whole thing started about 9 or 10 years ago. My mom got to a new church where she had to attend weekly reunions in the house of a family who were her leaders, Diane and Joseph, fake names by the way. 
It was a one-hour talk, and then we ate to get to know each other. Well, Diane used this time to promote her little side hustle to the attendants, and they, feeling a little guilty for eating her food, used to buy little cheap things, paying a little bit every single week so she didn't put a lot of pressure on them. I just want to note right off the bat, pretty interesting strategy, bringing people into your home, treating them to some dinner or lunch or whatever it is, and then trying to sell them stuff. And, you know, they buy a little bit every single week, but all that money adds up. That's crazy. However, my mom needed a lot of love and acceptance because she had a very rough life. Abuse, bullying from her family, a very toxic husband who left her pregnant. Tried to buy a lot from her, so Diane had to spend more time with her. At first, I didn't see anything wrong with it because people buy these things all the time. The thing is that Diane, seeing how much money my mom spent on the products, decided that she should also sell them. And so she started inviting my mom to every MLM she was into, and this is how everything started to go down. The first one, I think it was Herbalife, Diane saw that me and my mom were very chubby, so she had to help us and said that her family had lost a lot of weight with it and we needed to replace one meal with one milkshake and a very hot tea. So obviously me being bullied for being fat, her daughters being my bigger bullies, didn't say anything when my mom replaced two meals, breakfast and dinner, with the milkshakes and just ate two scrambled eggs every day so I could lose weight. As you might guess, I didn't lose weight, but it almost cost me my liver. So something must have been wrong with those shakes if it was actually doing damage to your liver, or maybe it was a lack of just nutrients in general that was affecting something. Di it's really sad how this woman in this story thought that sh she wanted attention and companionship so badly that she would buy more product just so Diane would pay attention to her. Like, let that sink in how sad that is. I think MLMs, because they have a lot of the different characteristics of cults, share some of the same functions, which is social belonging, connectedness, feeling like there's a shared purpose, feeling like you're doing something with your life. And their commercial cults is what I really think that they should be classified as. Um, these commercial cults can take the place of what used to be the... Um, in, in other situations would be the purview of religious organizations and social clubs or civic organizations. But we see this one, in this one, religious institutions were used to empower the, the commercial cult. So it's a really fascinating uh, discussion of this particular story. And we're going to go into that more next time. But until next time, until the next time, this is Jacob Music. You're listening to Voice of the Revolution Radio. Please take care and have a great Thanksgiving if you are in the United States. Bye-bye.